welcome back to Gaming the System. This is uh, Matt and Alex today. I've just rushing through a mouthful of food during the executive. <laughs> um, today, this is a deep dive, and we're going to be looking at our top three Assassin's Creed games each. So we're going to think of it as a um, bronze, silver, and gold for each of us. Um, I think there are, there's over a dozen main um, installments in Assassin's Creed. Um, I've been playing it since the very first one. Um, and it's fascinating how it's evolved over the years. And um, Alex and I have talked about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. If you want to look at another one of our deep dives where we talk about um, where we think the series might go and where we think it should go. Um, and it, yeah, we had a long conversation about it. So here's here's another installment in Assassin's Creed. So, um, Alex, what would your uh, number three be? My number three, I think, would be Assassin's Creed Syndicate. And I had a long debate about whether or not that should be Black Flag, or Black Flag should be in there somewhere, but... I've had to I've had to debate with myself and say no, these are my choices. So my number three, as I said, uh, would be Syndicate, I think, mainly because and the reasons I put are the setting being in London, obviously, being from the UK, it's it's uh, familiar to me. And Victorian London is always fascinating anyway, because you know, Victorians always are fascinating. Um I think the music played a big part in my choice for that one because it's a shout out to Austin Wintry who's one of my favourite video game composers um, and it was one of his more unique um, scores I think definitely and it makes that entry in the franchise stand out quite a lot because it's very different musically to a lot of the other games and then I think one of the things I enjoyed about um, the actual gameplay the most was when you had your like end of sequence assassinations so to speak it actually gave you a couple of or two or three different choices as to how to carry out the deed and they were quite cinematic in tone so I remember always remember one where you're in the Tower of London and you have to eat you can like impersonate one of the guards or you can steal one of their keys or you can um, infiltrate in through like a different passageway. There's all sorts of different ways of doing it, but each one is very cinematic, and I like that it gave you those choices. Or you could just do whatever you wanted, and as long as you killed the person at the end, that's the game over, basically. But the fact that those choices existed in in that game was something they really focused in on, which I really enjoyed having in there, um, because they were just really enjoyable ways to to finish off the mission. I um I've I've just it just clocked I remember exactly what you mean with the cinematic yeah. thing because there have I think there have been three sort of maybe four distinct phases of Assassin's Creed because there was the the original one which was sort of the city settings which was up till the end of um Assassin's Creed Revelations, the last Ezio one, and then Assassin's Creed 3, Black Flag, and Rogue. They were the maritime ones mm-hmm. where they started introducing, taken out of a city and into a into a sea setting. And then there was the first stage of the next generation, which was uh, 
Unity and Syndicate, uh, which is that was I remembered the um, uh, that like the assassination scenario thing mm. was from Unity as well, so they shared <laughs> that, and I remember very clearly the. Um, Notre Dame assassination mm. where you can go into one of the priests um confessionals and stab them sure. stab them through that that's great um I must um invest in buying unity actually I haven't still haven't played it I'll have to look at Christmas sales and see if I can beautiful beautiful like the animation styles are amazing in that one as well yeah. I just remembered another one from syndicate which I enjoyed was I think uh one of the targets is a lecturer at a medical school of some kind, and you have to go in as as the body that he's going to be working <laughs> on, and you can assassinate him from the table, which was, I think, one of my favourite ones. Just the clever little um, moments like that, which, which really mark it out, I think. It's very uh, reminiscent of Hitman, mm, those, yes, kinds, of, those kinds of things. Um, oh, yeah, then the, the, the final phase was yes, is the, the, least, the, least, the latest three, the um, Origins... Odyssey and Valhalla, the sort of ridiculous open world RPG ones. So, uh, fortunately enough, my number three is Unity because mm-hmm. it feels like um, uh, Unity and Syndicate are two sides of the same coin. They share a lot of things. I need to. I I I I've played Unit uh, Syndicate, but it didn't really speak to me very much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think. Um, I want to go. the The main reason I want to go back to it is because Unity and Syndicate, the art was fucking incredible. Mm, the art of everything, yeah. the city, the feeling the, of the city, the, the, yeah, the, the feeling areas of the cities as well, and yeah. like the glass, the the glass art, the making Notre Dame. Notre Dame is stunning, and um, the Unity I loved because it was stunningly beautiful. Um, just felt just you felt it all the way through uh the combat was fun um and one of the key things was the um the costume changes there were a million costume changes you could do and a million weapons you could use and the new way of the new like button prompts for free running were really interesting because mm, yeah. it was literally just uh, r2x or r2 um circle, circle. And you would go up and down, up and down. Uh, it felt really elegant. That'd be mm. my number three. Yeah. Um, story was story was fun enough, um, but it was the 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 feel of it that that kind of artistic like environment of those cities. That's what I want them to try and go right. We're going to blow the doors off the new generation by making the best cities, the best cities yeah. possible. I agree. Okay, so on to number two. I think my number two would be Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. And that is, I've written down my reasons. Um, The story progression in terms of Ezio's character feels like a much more solid character. Obviously, you've got to know him through Assassin's Creed 2. And now the world feels like a lot more fleshed out and his family you get to know as well all the supporting characters. And I think um, that really gives it a solid sort of body to work from. Um, I really liked the setting of Rome. I think it gave gave the game a lot of gravitas and the fact that also the um, the villains of the of the game were properly good 
in in brotherhood they were they were horrible people <laughs> but of course they were like um based on based on the Borgias who are real people in history as well um as Assassin's Creed villains usually are um but these ones I think were particularly strong um and I really like they've um they kind of took the puzzles to a new level as well in in brotherhood and how it all meshes together is is just really nice and I think they improved a lot of what was great from Assassin's Creed 2 but added in these interesting new elements as well with the um with the with the brotherhood around you to call on um to help you in fights and all that sort of thing um but just the general style of it being the final renaissance game in italy before revelations um it was just like at the peak of this is how we do italy and this is how this is how it is and it's just really good i really enjoyed it i remember then they really took the first Assassin's Creed and then completely just they relaxed. They stopped taking themselves quite so seriously and made the beautiful, stunning Renaissance Italy. Um, and then they took that and they said, "Right, we're going to go to Rome now and do and do that and really build on that." And I remember. It'd be really cool. You could just press a button and then four assassins would go yeah. <laughs> and attack the people around you. Was- and Rome was just stunningly beautiful, especially after I remember the end of um, the second game when you go to the Vatican. I think it's the Vatican in Rome. I think so. You're not allowed to go anywhere in the city. Yes, that's right. You go in and, yeah, I remember now. Yeah. So you only get to go through the church and then, then actually being able to. And then being able to ride horses in the city. Yes, yes that was a big plus. And also I think Ezio has a beard in this one. So <laughs> that's another plus um, for me. Because I think it does, it shows that he's become like really comfortable in who he is, obviously, and comfortable with his role as as assassin. And he takes on a, a much bigger leadership role as well. So there's proper development of the character in this game. So it's really good. And he has a really good character arc. He really matures. Mm. And, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're completely right about him being comfortable in his skin. He doesn't, he's not, he doesn't fight for no reason anymore, mm. um, like he was in the first one. Um, on that note of his um, uh, his maturity, I'm going to put, I was, I, I was really like it's wobbling hard, between which would be my number one or number two. Yeah. But at number two, I'm going to choose um, Revelations. The in, the initial thing that I think we need to do another um, uh, deep dive on this as well as the best um, trailers through the games. Oh, my God, yes, we should. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I think the, um, the Revelations trailer is up there with the best. Um, so that instantly caught my eye, and then the 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 core of it is the city, um, Istanbul, Constantinople, mm. is just jaw dropping, completely jaw dropping. This is a much more intimate game. It's not a massive thing, bombastic thing. It's Ezio's 
Ezio goes out for one final, final quest, traveling to this amazing place, and you just get to sink into that place. It feels like because he's a stranger in a strange land. It's not his. It's not his country. It's, it's not, not his, his city. Yeah. And, um, I also loved the um, uh, the other head assassin who was in. Um, who was that? I can't remember what his name was, but he um, spoilers. He dies at one point, and I that that really touched me. Mm, and I yeah. really remember. I remember feeling feeling that moment. And so I think the the two main things. So if I I think if I, if I split it into three things, it's the city, it's the um, the relationship with the other head assassin, and the hook blade. The yes, hook blade really. is the coolest blade in the entire series. Being able to, you could go and vault over people and slide down things yeah. and hook hook your way up things. Yeah, and oh, Lord, yeah. Mm-hmm. did you uh, did you play Revelations? I did. Yes, I don't know if I. I think I got like probably about 80% of the way through, but never quite finished it before I moved on to PS4, I want to say, because mm. it was still PS3, I think. Um, but I have watched the, the end, I think. Or did I finish it? I can't remember. It was it was like several years ago, but I very much enjoyed it. Yes, no way. Um, I really liked, obviously, the, the development of Vezio's story and him finding Sophia. Um, because you know I'm a sucker for a good love story as well, um, and it's nice, you know. After um, I can't remember what her name was in from Assassin's Creed Two died, you were like, oh, it's yeah, going to be mm. single forever. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it was just a really nice culmination to to Ezio's story, and a, and a brilliant setting as well. Yes, the one thing I didn't like about it was the bombs having to make bombs. I was like, mm-hmm. I couldn't understand this mechanic, but I just couldn't gel with it at all. Uh, that was the only thing that was annoying. Yeah. yeah I just, I just ignore the bombs. Yeah. Yeah. You can, which is, which is one of the good things about it. You don't have to do it after you've done the tutorial. It's fine. But, yeah. uh, okay. So uh, we're onto our gold, our top podium positions. Um, what is yours, Alex? You can probably guess what mine's going to be. It's very personal to me. And it is, the sole reason is because it gave me what I always wanted from the franchise, which is an Assassin's Creed set in ancient Egypt. And that is Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, And basically, I knew I was going to love it even before I played it. And it turned out to match and or exceed my expectations. um, Because, you know, having studied Egyptology, it naturally is going to be right up my street and I've mentioned it lots of times before on the podcast but I was able to connect with the world on a level that your gamer who's less into Egyptology would not be able to because of the amount of detail that the developers have packed into the world. Um, You can easily bypass it, it can go over your head but if you know more about the world that you're playing in then you it kind of resonates with you and you can appreciate the amount of work that's gone into to the setting and the world building. I also liked the introduction of some of the RPG elements, like the all the different weapons you could use, like the different bows. Predator bows are my favourite. 
that was uh, that was great. Um, and of course, what else did I put in my reasons? Oh yes, the inclusion of um, the myth, myth and legend, that side of the um, of the world in which you're playing, and and how I introduced that into the series a little bit more. I mean, it was always sort of there, um, but this is done in a more overt way, and it's it's really cool the way that they explore Egyptian myth um, and legend and. It makes you kind of an active participant in some of it, which is really cool. But I've already talked about it quite a lot in other episodes of the podcast, so I'm sure you guys know if you've been watching previously. I um, the, 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 It really got off to a cracking start for me. I, I think it's one of the most intimate and uh, emotional storylines yeah. because his son dying at the start is devastating and then um the um the constellation puzzles were beautiful as well yeah little um, insights to his life with his son um and yeah just the the brand new rpg style of games and the yeah stunning mediterranean setting completely beautifully recreating ancient egypt um the um the boats the little boats i love the little rafts yeah punting yeah. around um and the fact that you can break them as well <laughs> mm. it always makes me laugh you're like i've crashed too many times to now i have to swim. <laughs> i enjoy yeah i just i i really felt like they it was a really confident um change of setting also really but, enjoyed camels it's the only game that features camels, and you can ride them in there. I think they're so cute. They're great. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, and also I love the um, those uh, Egyptian sickle saws that like yes. curved like. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You probably know what I mean. I do. Um, yeah. There is a term for it, but I've forgotten off the top of my head. But, yeah. I think my only criticism would be that they were – um, they were going to have um, his wife as the protagonist. Yes, that is true. And that is. Went, that is a, a nah, we'll thing. go with the man. We'll go play it safe. Yeah. But yeah, apart from that, mm-hmm. really good game. Um, uh, okay, so my number one uh, is Black Flag. Uh-huh. Yes. I, I was thinking between Revelations and Black Flag, I was like, uh, I thought, okay, what about? The there are different kind of experience. Revelations was a much more intimate, mm. like close game, where it's like this this insulated place, like going through these streets and alleyways. And Black Flag was you're you're in charge. You're it's you against the world, and how they turned him into an assassin from this just random pirate. And just straight away, you're in a storm, shipwrecked, yeah. and it's just this random nobody kill an assassin who just happens to be betraying them and just going and bullshitting your way into the Templar yeah. Order. And the fighting's incredible with the two swords, the 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 um the cities and towns were just they just measured them perfectly so they were still good to run around after 
after the cities um, of the past. Um, no horses. No. no horses. No. Um, and just the sheer amount of time spent out on the ocean, it, ma- it was made being out on the ocean feel mm. incredible. Um, I loved collecting everything. I loved collecting the sea shanties. I love them. They're so uh, good. I could easily listen to the shanties for like several hours and I'd be fine. Did you um, fight any of the legendary ships? Yes, I did them all. Yes, they were They good. were amazing. Right Brilliant. in the corners of the map, I think. Um, that was really enjoyable. I've got a lot of time for Black Flag. Um, I think... There's a lot of it, like on every level of gameplay that I found really enjoyable. I think purely from a total package, that would probably be my top one. Um, but obviously, my personal choices reflect who I am as a person. But yeah, I know I have a lot of time for Black Flag. I think even the parts where you're in the present day were really yeah. great. They've not done anything like that since. And I think it was a one of the best directions they could have taken it. I really enjoyed that. It actually made me want to go to the present more mm. than I had in previous Assassin's Creed games, definitely. Yeah, it was inspired yeah. that yeah. that world setting. That um, they haven't they've never topped that <laughs> that for the present day. Um one one thing I've been meaning to ask you. Um <laughs> I struggle to remember their names. Um, the two like people outside the Animus who were there in every game. Lorna and Rebecca. Yes. Yeah. Do you do you have do you care about them in the slightest? Because I just I don't understand why why anyone why they keep on being in there. No, I mean they served quite a purpose in the first sort of in the time when Desmond was alive. Um, it was very much connected there. But they don't have much, I don't really understand their connection to um, Layla, really, and why they're Mm. carrying on. And, um, I mean, obviously, they've got together as characters, but, again, that's not really explored a a great deal. Uh, Also, Rebecca's hair is completely awful in Valhalla. Um, They really, really didn't think that one through. I don't know. They obviously can't do long hair very well. so, but I'm sorry to, to moan about it. I know it's hard work, but it really doesn't look good. Um, but now in terms of like why um, they're there, I just, uh, no, I don't really care. <laughs> no. Yeah, just, so it's been like a dozen games where they yeah. make a point to put them in every game. Yeah. I just think, what? it's been like 15 years. Yeah. Who cares? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It has so, been anyway. quite a long time, but yeah. Um, yeah, so that's mm. our um, uh, our overview. So mine was uh, Unity uh, in uh, third place, Unity, second, uh, Revelations, and then number one were Black Flag. And what were yours? My third place was Brotherhood. Second place was, uh, oh, no, was it? No, wait, no, sorry. Third place was Syndicate. I'll start again. Start again for the team. <laughs> Third place was Syndicate. Second place was Brotherhood. And first place was Origins. There you have it. 
those that's the answer to your question of which are the best games mm-hmm. uh, to, to play in the Assassin's Creed series. Thank you very much for watching or listening. You can uh, like, share, and subscribe, please, wherever you happen to be uh, wherever you happen to be watching. Uh, in YouTube, subscribe, please, please, please. We want more subscribers. Um, we have tons of video content on there, so you're you're not doing it for nothing. Um, also, please do comment and give us five stars on iTunes because that helps us uh, move up the charts as well. Basically, we just want our content to the eyes and ears of as many people as possible to get the feminist game message out there. So until next time, uh, we're live every Thursday at 7 p.m. with a podcast, a Let's Play. Uh, Now we release these deep dives or bonus rounds on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. So you can look forward to them during the week. Uh, From me and Alex, bye-bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed that episode of Gaming the System. If you want to support us, you can donate to us through our PayPal by sending it to wearegamingthesystem at gmail.com if you want to send us a one-off donation. If you want to donate to us monthly, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gamingthesystem. Until next time, bye-bye.